We welcome you to the media ministries of the Gathering Church in the Countryside YMCA of Mainville. As we love the Lord and each other, we're trusting that God would use us to plant the church in every YMCA around the world. To this end, would you join us? We meet on Sundays at 10 a.m. and in community groups throughout the week. As you listen to this resource, our prayer is that your love for Jesus would grow deep and your love for others would be seen and heard. Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Good morning. morning. Happy Mother's Day. Pretty awesome. Allens and plants, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. Doing great. Doing good. Good morning. It's good. It's a, it's a, it's a good day. Good day to celebrate mamas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got five folks on. Cheryl, how you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, you feel special today? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I made her breakfast. What did you say, Dave? I said I made her breakfast. But he does that every day, so. (laughs) (laughs) So That's great. That's great. Um, Hey, like always, uh, chime on in if you're here. Um, We are... uh, just to put us in time and context, uh, this is uh, May 10th, 2020, and it is a unique uh, Mother's Day to where we are um, quarantined and watching carefully COVID-19 and uh, uh, still excited to honor the Lord uh, through honoring mothers. There's the, the senders, the Franks checked in with a gluten Morgan, we see that. And the Leapers, happy Mother's Day. We're glad you're here. Um, That's good. Well, um, let's go ahead and start our time. Uh, This morning, um, we wanted to share with you just a short video uh, by some of the kids in the gathering. And uh, we just hope and pray that this honors the mamas uh, amongst us. So um, here it is. Enjoy. Afterwards, we'll post this on Facebook so you can watch it again and again. Here it is. We love you, Mama. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. You are beautiful inside and out. I think you're caring and considerate. I like that you tell us about Jesus. And you're so loving. We want to be like you. I love She helps me to grow in the Lord and walk with Him. And she's overall awesome. 
Mother's Day again. Glad to be celebrating. I think this is our second holiday during the quarantine. So we had Easter Day this morning. Uh, great to see some of the children in the video uh, celebrating their moms. So happy Mother's Day to all you out there. Uh, we're going to enter into a time of worship and then we'll have the message after that. Uh, we're going to sing a song that we introduced a couple weeks ago, uh, Christ Our Hope in Life and Death. our hope in life and death. Christ alone, Christ alone, what is our only confidence? That our souls to him belong, who holds our days within his hand. What comes apart from his command and what will keep us to the end the love of Christ in which we stand oh sing hallelujah our hope springs eternal oh sing hallelujah Christ, our hope in life and death. What truth can call the troubled soul? God is good. God is good. Where is his grace and goodness known? In our grave, Redeemer's blood, who holds our faith, when fears arise, who stands above the stormy trials, who sends the waves that bring us nigh unto the shore, the rock of Christ. Oh, sing hallelujah, our hope springs eternal, oh, sing hallelujah, now and ever we confess, Christ our hope in life and death, unto the grave, what will we sing, Christ he lives, Christ he lives, what reward will heaven bring? Everlasting life with 
we will rise to meet the Lord. Their sin and death will be destroyed. And we will feast in endless joy when Christ is ours forevermore. Oh, sing hallelujah, our hope springs eternal. Oh, sing hallelujah, now Christ, our hope in life and death. Sing, oh, sing. Oh, sing hallelujah. Our hope springs eternal. Oh, sing hallelujah. Now and ever we confess. Christ, our hope in life. And now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and singing over me you had been so so good to me before I took a breath you breathed your life in me you had been so so Never ending red. 
thank you if you join us in closing prayer as we transition to the message this morning. Father, once again, we come together and we honor you. We to live our lives pleasing to you. So, you meet each family where they are, wherever they may, um, their hearts may burn in we know that happens as a result of your Holy Spirit working in and through your word to um, stir up love and good deeds towards you. We pray um, in the next moments um, as we open the Bible that the word would not return void and they would go out so that they would be glad. I love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Joe and Becca, thanks for leading us. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, appreciate you guys. It was good to good to have Becca again, and just to um, worship and um, yeah. I just want to say, you guys are doing a great job. Um, church, Hannah and I, uh, Peter and Faith, just we're just so proud of you guys in the way that you are responding and continually um, showing your love for Christ uh, in this time of quarantine. We're praying for you, and we love you. Um, these uh, these streams, these live streams, they just can't they can't compare to being in person um, and, and they shouldn't there's nothing that can beat gathering with the saints of Christ in person and uh, lifting up the name of Jesus and uh, we're coming close we're coming close so as we as we um, watch our governor and listen and study the laws and uh, we're we just want to communicate every step of the way and so this week uh, we'll be praying and planning and and communicating with you well on when we get to gather in person again. Um, and so until then, we anxiously await uh, not only the Lord's return, but also um, uh, returning to be together. I just see even in the comments, um, miss you gathering family. And um, it's so true that we, we miss you and love you. Um, so um, I just pray that this time would be, uh, would be special. And hey, nothing special here. Um, we're just live live streaming from our home. I'll even show you. I mean, we've got zucchini bread on the counter. And we've got uh, we got Legos all over the ground here. Do you see that? And um, and we just firmly believe that when you open the Bible, just what we're saying, that that God speaks, and our hearts can burn, and and we can fall more in love with him. So we don't have to be in a church facility, but we can come to him and meet him. And we just firmly believe that God is strengthening um, the home life right now. So, hey, if you're if you're with us, let's go ahead and open up our Bibles. If you're on the couch and if you don't have one, or Newman family, if you need to hop on up and grab your, your, your copy of God's word, let's go ahead and open it on up. There's two passages really that I want you to see this morning that honor mothers. 
So happy Mother's Day uh, to our mothers amongst us. Um, this day is so special. Um, it's not just like a Hallmark deal where you just buy cards or whatever, or it's not just some cultural thing that, that we do, but really God loves it when we honor our mothers. Um, two texts that I want you to just earmark in your Bibles. One is Exodus 20, 12, and the other is Ephesians 6. And I'll read them for us, and then um, we'll base our time on these two texts. So go ahead and go to Exodus 20, verse 12. It says this, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land, and that the Lord your God is giving you. To honor your father and mother. And then the complimentary text in Ephesians 6, uh, starting in verse 2, goes like this. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. That it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. So if you got a notebook handy, um, if you're taking notes, the title of the message today is Honor Thy Mother for Mother's Day. 2020. So dads, kids, uh, uh, husbands, whatever, um, you ever wondered, how do I honor my mother, right? Like we need a lot of help in this area. Uh, sometimes um, we think that, um, you know, Lord, I wonder how you would have me um, honor my mother today and um, what should I do? Like, what is God's will for my life today with, with it being Mother's Day? We're going to try to answer that question. And um, a lot of times we come to this, come to like those questions and we answer them a little bit mystically. Like, um, you know, remember in Princess Bride, Inigo Montoya is like looking for the answer. And so he like holds up his sword and he says, guide my sword, guide my sword. He closes his eyes and his, his sword like kind of wanders to the right and to the left and it ends up like poking this tree, right? Sometimes we, we, we treat God in that way that it's this mystical process. But really, when we want to follow God, we can go to the scriptures and he's really clear. He tells us um, what to do and how to live and honor him. And the question that is really answered well today in the scriptures is, is in following God, we can honor our mothers today. If you honor your mom, it's really taking steps to honor the Lord with your life. So the question is again, how am I to honor my mother? How do I do that? Do I just, do I just say, hey mom, I love you, right? Or um, do I kind of give her a little social distance elbow tap or do I just kind of buy her some flowers and leave them on the counter and be done with it? Uh, you know, what does it mean to honor in a biblical sense your mother well? So this, this word honor, we're going to take uh, a tour through the scriptures. We're going to trace its meaning and see how it's used in different contexts in the scriptures. And we're going to see that every time it's used, it always involves words and actions. Like it always involves um, taking yourself out of your comfort zone and planning and moving towards someone. And 
Zero percent of the time, when honor is used in the scriptures, it, it never happens accidentally, or you never honor someone like by osmosis, like whoops, I fell and I honored someone. <laughs> so um, it's always purposeful, deliberate, and intentional. Um, and um, I hope really that today, as we study what it means to honor our mothers, that kids and husbands, dads, that will be equipped through the scriptures, um, but also in the same time, I pray that moms, that, that you will be honored today. So mama, that's our prayer today. All right, and so as we study this, guys, don't, don't be in a rush, okay? Don't be in a rush to, to honor your mom. Um, we're gonna go slow and methodical as we study this word, honor. Um, I was mowing my grass this past week and I was really in a hurry. And um, I didn't go line by line. I, I was like, oh, I should go over there. I should go over there. I should do this, this. And um, after I turned off my mower and put it away, I looked outside and there's this big patch that I missed. And so um, as we study honor, we're going to just try to go line by line, real methodical. There's, there's three rows to this message or three points um, that, that highlight the word honor. And here's the three uh, points today. This is what it means and, um, and answers the question how to honor your mother. So honor. Ready? Moms, we, one, we want to honor your position as mother. Okay? Number two, we want to honor the weight of your task. We want to honor the weight of your task. And number three, we want to honor the wealth that you bring. So we want to honor your position we want to honor the weight of your task, and then we want to honor the wealth uh, that you bring. Let's go ahead and start. So number one, honor your position. So the word honor in scripture means to hold high in esteem, okay? If you say, if you say the word hold, it gives this image of not just like putting something on a, on a shelf and walking away and leaving it, Holding involves time and effort, uh, strength. Um, it shows that you value something of great importance when you, when you hold it high up in the air. So, I mean, when was the last time that you held something in the air? I mean, just a few weeks ago, I hung something on the wall and I, I was holding the level on the wall and I put one hand down and I grabbed my pencil and I you know, use the pencil to outline and put a nice straight line. And it was of utmost care that I was using. I was really careful and as I was holding and, and putting something in position, right? And I, so I, I wanted to hold it in high, in a high place and high esteem. And that's, that's kind of the idea of honor. In a biblical sense, through the word of God, we see people, um, um, treated in, in, in a place of honor. Um, so like, for instance, um, in the scriptures, God's word, uh, we see that God loves people and all people. He wants to honor all people and he calls all people to treat others with kindness and respect. That's just a general value of um, people made in the image of God that we wanna hold others in high esteem. We wanna treat them um, as we would have ourselves to be treated, things like the golden rule, things like that. 
Um, but in the Bible, uh, the Bible tells us to honor those in unique positions, okay? So like, for, for example, in 1 Timothy 5, we see the scriptures telling us to honor widows. Widows are in this unique position that the church has to recognize and respect. Another example, uh, Romans 13 tells us to honor those who are in authority over us. Um, I'll read it for us. It says, render to all what is due them, tax to whom tax is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And then in 1 Peter 2, verse 17, um, he, uh, Peter kind of summarizes this idea of honor in the New Testament. He says, honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God. And then look at that. He says, honor the king. So those who have been placed over you, um, the scriptures is saying, hold them in high esteem, treat them with importance, respect, recognize their position over you. Now let's, let's kind of in our minds, jump back to the Old Testament. Uh, one story found in 1 Samuel 26 is about David and Saul. Saul was the king um, and God placed him there as king. Saul went into a cave and David um, was, was right there and he had the opportunity to kill King Saul. All his comrades were going, this is the perfect time. Just, just slay him. He's trying to murder you. And David recognized that God had placed the king over him. And so he, he said, you know what? I am, I'm going to risk my life by not acting against the king. I'm going to trust God even if my life, my life is spent or poured out for him. Maybe I'll be murdered. I don't know. But I know that I'm supposed to honor those who are over me. David submitted, even at the risk of losing his life, to the authority God had placed over him. So there's all these unique people appointed to positions that God desires for us to honor, to hold high. And uh, we see one of the most unique positions in scripture being the position of mother, of motherhood. Think of Jesus, friends, right? So Jesus created his parents like he existed before time began. Um, so he, he like knew his mom and dad even before they were born. He knew the number of hairs on their head. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 50 uh, through 52, we see that Jesus was 12 years old. He stayed at the temple in Jerusalem instead of sticking with his family. And his parents, his parents didn't even get him at all, right? And um, they just, um, he returned with them. And they were like, you have to stay with us. And even though Jesus had a plan, he submitted to his mom and dad. He honored them. He honored his earthly parents. And then uh, uh, later in the book of John, John 19, we see that as Jesus is hanging on the cross, um, he could have had his mind, his, all of his emotions, his thoughts, everything focused on himself. But we see him looking down and one of the beautiful acts of the love of Jesus Christ is that he wanted to make sure his mom was cared for. Isn't that beautiful? 
So, hey, if you've just signed on and it, it, or if you haven't been tracking with this idea of honor, um, what we're saying here, the big idea is that God tells us to honor our mothers uniquely because he has placed them in a position over us. Um, or maybe like the good old boy way to say it would be, hey, you only got one mama and only one person in this whole world brought you into this world and that's her. So treat her well, like honor her. Um, recently, a piece came out entitled Happy Birthday to Us. And this poem uh, traces the theme of, of recognizing that mom, the mom is a real hero. It's like, it, it, it traces themes like, hey, why do I get a birthday cake when it was, when it was my mom who brought me into the world? I, I don't deserve this. Why do I get presents on my birthday? It was you who carried me for nine months. It was you who got swollen ankles and you who had morning sickness and you had to sleep on your side. And when you were given labor, you could only eat ice chips, things like that. Why do I, why am I celebrated on my birthday? Let's celebrate us. It's not right. I don't deserve this to be my day. Uh, I don't deserve it. This was, thank you, mom. Right? This is a great poem. And so today, uh, moms, we hold you in high esteem. With our words, with our actions. Today, we want to show you that you are important. You're loved, you're cherished. There isn't one person among us who didn't come from a mama. <laughs> and we recognize, we respect the beauty that when we honor you for your position that you have in our lives, that, that we are honoring the Lord. That's what it means to, to walk with God, one facet of it. So dads, kids, when you honor your mom today, and when you aim to rise up and call her blessed, recognize and thank the Lord that God chose your mom to be your mom, to be over you, to nurture you, to care for you. No one else in the world could do it better than your mom. That was God's plan for you. That's point number one. Uh, point number two, recognize and respect the weight of her task. So mamas, today we, we want to honor and recognize that there is a weightiness to your task, to your work, to your calling. Okay. So the first part of honor meant, um, meant it gave a position or gave an emphasis of position. Um, in, this, in this point, we're emphasizing that the word kabed, which is honor in Hebrew, literally means uh, to be heavy. Okay. So honor, kabed, means it gives reference to weight, which is kind of funny. Like, when have you ever heard a pastor talk about weight in a Mother's Day sermon, right? But throughout the Old Testament, the word kabed is used proverbially to talk about a weightiness of, for, for example, God's judgment. Um, Isaiah used the word when he, when he talked, he said that, that God's judgment is like heavy ears, and people that cannot hear God's commandments are, are experiencing the judgment of God. Um, it's, it's also used throughout the scriptures as, as uh, to talk about something 
when someone is carrying something heavy, such as like a basket or a burden or, or a workload that you're carrying a, a kabed, right? So remember, we're, we're learning and we're talking about what it means to honor our mothers. And us guys, we're not always perfect at it, but we're growing in our understanding. And we're saying that we honor you moms because of your position, but we're also learning now that we wanna honor you by recognizing and respecting the weight of your task. So moms, your task is weighty. When we say task, uh, we're not just talking about the things that you do with your hands. What we're really talking about is your calling. Your task is weighty. Your calling is heavy. Um, all parents are given the task of teaching their children about God. Isn't that great? Uh, let me just read for you Deuteronomy 6, 7. It says this, you shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. So this is a, this is a weighty task for, for you moms. Um, listen to the words penned by a mother uh, for the mothers at the gathering. Ready? This is an indescription of the process of a mom carrying out her calling. This is to you mothers. Mothers. It is a mystery to the world and to ourselves for that matter, how we Christians choose, we can choose another way. How we can choose joy over sin, freedom over bondage and shame, delight in a child over control in a critical spirit. It is a mystery how the weary mama who has not had a moment even to shower can through the power of the spirit alive within her, read her child yet another book. It is a mystery how the mother can be living successfully, quote unquote, in one direction. And by the power of the spirit and submission to the father can reevaluate her life and ask God to redefine success for her. It is a mystery how the woman who has poured out herself all day long and as given of herself can give by the power of the spirit to her husband at night. It is a mystery how the mother of a teenager can turn her aching heart and surrender to the Lord for, for strength and wisdom. It is a mystery how the mother can laugh amidst sorrow, sing over a sick child and dance with her husband when she, when she has a list of to-dos that is so long. Yet mothers, this life that we live in Christ is a mystery to the world around us. How can we choose surrender when the world glorifies control? How can we pray in humility when the world screams at us to take charge? It is a mystery that is manifested in his people, that they have been made available to us. These mysteries are called the riches of his glory in Colossians 1, and they are being revealed in the humility of all mothers for the hope of his glory. Friends, mothers, women, your life is a mystery. Worship him and celebrate how he has made you. Let your life reflect a hope 
that cannot be explained, a hope that is not of yourselves, but is a gift of God. So today, fellas, children, when you rise up and call your mother blessed, or when you seek to honor her, to hold her in high esteem, to recognize and respect her, the weightiness of her task, seek to honor her well, thoroughly. Use words that are meaningful for her. Give of yourself and all that you are so that your mom feels honored. And moms, listen up. I've talked to a lot of dads, even this week, who by, by them just working at home during this quarantine, they have, they have gained a greater appreciation of what you do in and out each and every day. That one dad just said, I have changed over 300 diapers during this quarantine, <laughs> right? <laughs> dads across the globe have gained a deeper understanding and appreciation of what you guys do. So moms, be encouraged. I know at times you can grow weary, but press on in your calling and ask the Lord to help you love him more and more with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, your strength, as you live out your role as a mother. So uh, let's move on to the third point, okay? So, so far we have honor your position. Um, we're honoring the weight of your task. And the third one is that we want to honor the wealth that you bring. Okay. Now, why are we saying that? Why are we using the words wealth? Okay. If you were wealthy in biblical times, you were heavy with possessions. You remember that link between honor and heaviness that we just mentioned, right? So with worldly eyes, uh, in biblical times, your prestige was 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 brought higher or it was grown because of your riches. And we could say it in short like this. If you were rich, you're important. And if you're important, that meant you were worthy of honor. But that's not what God cares about. God doesn't care about worldly wealth or possessions or even worldly prestige. What God cares about is the heart. You know this verse well. First uh, Samuel 16, 7 says, For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So moms, the best thing you can do is to fear the Lord with your life. That brings about the most wealth, the most fruit, the most glory to God. It's better than any worldly wealth that you could offer to your family or the community around you. It's better than the new shoes that you could give us or your kids. It's better than big birthday parties or big cakes. It's better than the nicest sports equipment. It's better than the best car or the best phone that you could provide. It's better than anything. More often than not, just to be clear and specific, when you fear God, it's oftentimes the unseen things that you do that reveal your deep character. Just a little while ago, a famous basketball player named Kevin Durant, he won the MVP and he was, he was just giving all credit to his mama. It was beautiful. Um, and at one point, he, 
He said, Mom, you're the real hero. How many nights did you go to bed hungry and just to make sure that our bellies were full, right? It's just a small example of what moms do across the globe for their children. It's beautiful. The unseen things that they do day in and day out reveal their character as they fear and honor God. So moms, thank you. Thank you for setting the Lord before you in all things. Proverbs 31 says, a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And we are praising you today. So if you're wondering, kids, uh, husbands, dads, if you're wondering how to follow God today, spend yourself by honoring your mother. Strive with all your might to honor her. And as you use words to honor her, think of times when she fears the Lord while no one else is looking. But maybe only you just get to see it. And that's what we're talking about. That's the character. 99% of mothering happens when no one else is around. No applause from the crowd, just faithfulness unto the Lord. Thank you, moms. So today we honor your position. We honor the weight of your task, your calling. And we honor you by saying the wealth that you bring is not in a worldly sense, but it is because you fear the Lord. Thank you for fearing the Lord with your life. Moms, we love you. We hope you have a, a special day. And um, we're just, we're praying for you. So we'll see you soon. Have a great day, church.